Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower here with the Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence for the WIBR Warren Radio Network through our contact page on warren-usa.com. Be sure to find Warren Radio on usa.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, LinkedIn, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen to Warren Radio on these following website streamers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast. Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. You can also go to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com where you can find our posts for listening and downloading. Be sure to give us a thumbs up and leave a good comment on the show where you heard us as your interaction helps. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Our Christian Hope Faith Unashamed. Christian hope in a lost and dying world can make a renewed hope for many today. Our faith as believers is unabashedly and truly unashamed. Also, offended. The world and the faith of Christ. Offended by the world? not have any faith, let alone the faith of Christ? Ask the world a faith question, and chances are they really will have no clue as to the real issues of Jesus Christ. Go to warn-usa.com to listen to, for this post. Testify Jesus Christ brings this classic Warren Radio episode into the reality of the cost of following the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes faith, guts, it takes faith, and guts don't just cut it. Today we face a world of nations that take issue with the gospel. And for the latest post on Dana Glenn Smith, Heavenly Signs, Prophecy, and America. And America reminds us that we are well through 2021. Former signs remind us today how pertinent they were to what's going on. Be sure to go to danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the newsletter. And also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature Christian books and other resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at 
warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, doing good. Here we are. July. We're not too far from August. I know. That's hard to believe. Yeah. Time's just zipping by. Oh, yeah. Everything's just wonderful. Biden's America, we got a little over three years of old forgetful buddy. I don't know, Dana. I don't know. America's going to make it that far. Well, if somebody don't do something, the Republicans uh, have blocked a couple of things that they did up there. Which is good. But Pelosi and the Democrats, they're planning on calling Trump or arresting him and bringing him in to testify on the thing. That is ridiculous. Leave him alone. They just don't want him to run again. They're afraid of him. They're wicked. They are. They're a pain in the butt. And now we got a whole pile of them up there in D.C. I vote we cut D.C. off and send a whole bunch of them like a boat over to Putin's Russia and let him have them since they kiss his butt all the time. And you don't know, care um, about America. D.C. is actually built upon a swamp. Yeah, it wouldn't be too hard. <clears throat> Just cut it off. Put a sail on it, either that or take a chain and call Putin to bring a couple of ships and tow it. Isn't that fitting? It's built on a swamp. <laughs> well, yeah, that's and why we call it the swamp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I think it's funny. It's filled with a lot of swamp creatures. Well, we're over in China now talking about their crackdowns. And, of course, this hit the news. And they were cracking down on uh, the religious books over there. And, of course, they were Bob Fu, uh, the... Uh, he's in charge of the group China Aid, and he has a lot of, uh, almost everybody that tracks China knows who Bob Fu is. And uh, so he started talking about the fact that uh, they were going to take care of the religious books. And... Uh, Probably burn them like they did back in... Yeah, at the time, I mean, when they put this policy, getting ready for the Olympics, they were going to hunt all religious books and antagonistic books and overseas books, including books and videos that are copied, copied, duplicated, and translated. Everyone is mandated. Wow. This is a communist thing. Well, see, um, the thing of it is, is that uh, the way it's been going, I mean, I, I read a, a story about China today that, uh, just a minute, my modern technology here is getting in the way. Um, there was a funeral. This is a true story. It was in China. And so... They started the the funeral, but local Chinese officials came in and broke it up. 
they couldn't sing any Christian hymns. They couldn't have any crosses, anything to say he was communist, uh, and everything else. To say he was a Christian? Yeah, to say he was a Christian. Yeah, they couldn't have any of that. They, they also, people had come to play instruments. They weren't allowed to do that. They couldn't wow. do nothing. Wow, that's horrible. Well, you know, it, it's it's time. They, they need to, some of the dipwits over in China need to pack it in and and get lost. You know, China, I mean, of course, they say, you know, under Mao, it was really bad. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but uh, Z is not to be outdone. So, I mean, this is the same China that Biden and his dipwit son all uh, are buddying up to. Do you know that Biden's son, Hunter, has a whole exclusive area for his crappy paintings. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm <laughs> serious. I seen it over there. The reason I know it was in the news because someone um, uh, uh, put graffiti on it, something about uh, Biden's son or Biden uh, president's son or. Is something. that in China? No, no, that mm. was. I got news for you. That's in America. Yeah, that's yeah but see the thing of it is if you read the stories you know very well that hunter and biden both were yeah. connected to china it, that's wrong they shouldn't they both should be in prison for treason so i mean there's a lot of this stuff that's going on here so when we when we talk about china crackdowns i mean th there's nothing compared to what's going on today and i don't think that they're going to have the winter olympics there next february I don't think they should have them. No, I think they need to Not pull in China. Out. No, they, they shouldn't have them in China. China is terrible. And they're also going into Tibet and cracking down on Tibet with everything. And, of course, they, that means they're going to go after the Tibetans and all their stuff they do there. Um, if you're in the, the Communist Party 3 Self Church... They were told, and this was on, on YouTube, um, they were to sing, uh, without the Communist Party, there would be no new China. And the choir waves the Communist Party flags on the pulpit. That's wrong. You know? And, and yeah, that's why you have an underground church, because that's the whore church. That's right. And, uh, you know, China... the. Chinese, the Chinese people have been, you know, for so many years allowing the Communist Party to do whatever they want. I mean, I told you the story of, uh, what's his name, uh, the, the comedian that, that lives in Taiwan. And uh, he's had a lot of uh, shows, comedy, slapstick. He plays police cop, you know. Um, can't think of his name. I haven't watched him in years. But I seen a, <coughs> a thing that he was uh, saying how much he loved the Communist Party and that he wants to go join it. Who said that? I can't remember the name. That's why no. I gave you some hints. You remember it. Uh. He was with, uh, he started with a black actor. In, in a cop, couple of cop movies, and hmm. they were comedy. 
but uh, oh, I can see the guy I think you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Well, you know, that's the way it is when you're trying to remember it. He wanted to go to Chavez, Venezuela, when Chavez was alive. Wasn't that him? No. Oh. Danny Glover? He's not Chinese. Oh, you said a Chinese guy. Oh, oh I missed that. I'm sorry, I was thinking. There he is right there. They don't put any names on these things either. Hmm. Jackie Chan. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's who it is. Thank God for the internet. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible. Well, he's Chinese. Well, he's from yeah. Hong Kong or yeah. something. But I don't know how many Chinese want to go back to China now that it's becoming like Mao. Yeah. I mean, you know, Jackie Chan has lived a, lived a charmed life. He has. He's been he? in Taiwan. He's a multimillionaire. He's successful he goes in to, all of his movies. He goes to China. That'll be the end of that. He's probably about 65 or 66, somewhere in there. So he I, loves China. I, I knew that he always did. But, you know, the bottom line of it is, is that uh, this Z has gone overboard. Of course, he has. you know, a lot of people predicted. I mean, uh, there were signs from a number that monitored uh, China. That back in the year 2000, this would be the decade or more than a decade, actually. It's going to be probably uh, 50 years that you're going to see, you know, the Lord tarries. China's going to rise. They're going to become, mm -hmm. and, and they were talking today. Now, this is all under what we're talking today, the China crackdown. China threatened uh, global warfare if, if, if uh, Japan tried to intervene to protect uh uh, Taiwan because uh, you know China wants Taiwan back not just Hong Kong so they threaten yeah, nuclear yeah. war with them I mean this is China this is the one that Biden you know is buddying up and then of course you take Russia Russia is cracking down uh, has been for a long time cracking down against Christian Christians and uh, so, you know, at one time you couldn't even do anything in, in Russia. It was a closed country. When you and I, uh, when I was in Bible school, remember uh, a couple of people that we knew real well, and they were going to go on to Russia as missionaries of some kind. That was in the very early days. It was a closed country. And they were over there for a while, but then they came back. I don't know what happened there, but they were good people. And they had some tragic things happen. So, I mean, this is a mess. And, and, and to have a president like Biden that turns around and trashes, you know, our oil and gas and does everything he can to choke it while he okays everything for Russia. I mean, if you want to go <clears throat> kiss the butt of Putin, go do it. But get the hell out of the office. Yeah. You know, same thing with Pelosi. We don't want you in there. You people don't belong in there. You're crooked. And the other point of it is, is that people 
one day, you know, and, and I've said this for years, I didn't think that the American people had enough guts and gumption to rise up like our forefathers did and take back our country by force. They're going to give in to this. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Oh, it's horrible. You know, they're going to give in to the socialism until it hits a, a nerve and then all hell's going to break loose. And what we want to do is take care of this peaceably and have the people that are stupid in D.C. get voted out so we can put somebody in there that has some sense. I mean, what? how much sense does it take for you to... To, to say to an American relationship, an American company between Canada, you know, the pipeline that was going on, to say, okay, let's let it go. See, because they don't want America to be oil independent. They want us to pay 10 bucks a gallon. That is just wicked. It's insane. Well, I can tell you the, the reasoning behind it is very simple long time ago they said they wanted everybody on buses no cars social transportation so one of the ways make it to where you can't afford gas you can't afford a car and then you'll be forced to take a bus and uh, they'll be able to implement their plan of control that's what this is about this is about control this is the biggest shaded aspect of, of crud that's gone on in america and we're sinful and the things that we're doing morally is so reprehensible that you can't even you can't even tell people about it because they're so close-minded they think these things are all right so if you think america is going to last and and you know this is the thing you know someone posted on instagram on our feed today um that uh did you ever wonder why the boats are always coming from Havana going to the United States and not leaving America and going to Havana? Yeah. That's because we've been free. Why do you think they're breaking down the borders to get in here? And yet the Democrats believe if they can get them to vote, these guys will vote Democratic in order to get rid of all their rights. You mean you came all that way from another country to come up to America to be oppressed by somebody that will be as bad as in your own country? Or I mean, worse. Or worse. Come on, give me a break. Somebody needs to have some sense around here. And see, Biden, of course, just like uh our friend Obama did, right from the get-go, they guaranteed everybody comes across the border free stuff. And they still do it. We know the U.S. military now is flying them around at yeah, night. At night, Ooh. yeah. Sneaking. So, so we've got a bunch of screwball, uh, you know, I mean, everybody involved with them are screwballs. I mean, totally nutcases. And so if, when, if this thing was to go total south, you've already got a military that obeys the president as nuttier than nut can be. Yeah, they're more, like I read the other day, the military's more concerned about the transgender issue than actual fighting of war. Yeah. Well... how Doesn't that make you feel safe and yeah. fuzzy and warm? Yeah. Well, that's the problem. We're getting warm here, but it's not fuzzy and warm, and it's not because it's everything's nicey-nice. <laughs> I mean, we've got a political climate that's like you know, poison, and we've got a social climate that is borderline close the door because of all the masks. Today, we had a couple of the leading Republicans uh, 
call out and said that because of the low vaccination rates in America, uh, there's a chance they're going to close America down again. And, you know, frankly, we need to go up there and just lock the doors. You know, when Pelosi and all of her Democrats get in the in the doors in, in the House, just lock them in. <laughs> yeah. You know, make and a say, prison out of it. Yeah, you you ain't coming out till you get your heads out of your butt. But see, that's the way it is today. They're stubborn, wicked, and proud. And the FBI—they can't be trusted. Look what they were doing. I mean, the whole thing is like poison up there. Yeah. And uh, so at any rate, we're moving on. We're in India now. And, you know, this is something that is also absolutely stupid. And that is in India, where the Apostle Thomas was there and founded the church there. This was long before the Hindus ever arrived on the scene. Hmm. Well, this last July 3rd, Christians of all denominations in India celebrated the first India Christian Day. That's exciting. Yeah, and it was chosen there because it's observed traditionally as St. Thomas Day, the day celebrating St. Thomas the Apostle who came to India in 52 AD and brought the message of Jesus. Huh. It's historically accepted. Thomas was martyred near Chennai, located in India's Tamil Nadu in 72 AD. So he was there for 20 years before he was martyred. Yeah. And so what they're hoping is, is making Christianity part of Indian history and ethos. In light of the attempts by some right-wing organizations to create the impression that Christianity is foreign in India, it is necessary to highlight its antiquity. Well, see, it's not just... Uh, right wing. I I don't know about the right wing. That I don't know who he's talking about there, unless it's in America. But uh, the thing of it is, is that you look at the, you know, if you if you've ever seen a video from India, I seen one the other day, and and uh, we don't watch many of them it, because ours is is not uh, video. But you know, there's this Hindu that's because these evangelists were Christian, they were there, and he was saying, you people are evil, you're Christians, you know, you can't be trusted, you know, and on and on and on, you're getting paid for doing this, and and he said, you come back, I'm going to kill you, even if I get put in jail, no matter what they say, I'm going to kill you. Oh, that's you know, horrible. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff going on in India against them. We've we've reported the violence there. It's just absolutely ridiculous. So Indian Saint Thomas, you know, there was a gospel there a long time ago, but the Hindus now have made it their point to try to run all Christians out of India by the end of this year. Yeah, that's horrible. And they stated that the first of the mm-hmm. year. So uh at any rate, it's a mess. Well, we do have another one here. Are you ready? I love this story. It's so exciting. comes to us from Bibles for Mideast. And it's about this surgeon who found Jesus during heart surgery. And this young girl was um, a long... Her name is Angela. They've changed the name. Was a long-awaited addition to the family of a former Muslim couple now worshiping Jesus at the Assemblies of the Loving God Church near their hometown in North India. 
She was, they had been married 13 years when she was born. And when she was six, doctors discovered a serious problem with her heart. She had blood clots that were forming and interfering with her heart's function. So her parents took her to a renowned cardiologist for further assessment. After he checked her over and gave her a thorough exam, he advised the parents that open, to have immediate open heart surgery. But he warned them that it came with only a, 20, a 30% chance of success. And he, the parents asked what will happen if we don't go for the surgery. And the doctor said she will not live more than three months. So after much prayer and consideration, the parents opted for surgery. And he told him, you know, I can, can't give you only a 30% assurance on her life. And the parents nodded, but they decided to go ahead with the surgery. And the day the surgery arrived and Angela was prepped for the procedure, she spied her surgeon getting ready too. And she said, Dr. Uncle, Dr. Uncle, I heard you will tear into my, into and cut my heart. And he said, don't worry, my child, the doctor assured her, I promise you won't feel any pain or discomfort. And she said, it's that, not that, Dr. Uncle. My mommy and daddy taught me that my Lord Jesus is living in my heart. And I do believe that. So, Dr. Uncle, when you tear in, into and cut my heart open, please don't cause any pain and discomfort to my Lord who sits there. Also, please, if you see my Lord, tell me what he's like. <clears throat> of course, the doctor was amused and smiled at the young patient's innocent but surely ignorant faith, he, as an atheist, had long believed all of his success and accomplishments were his own doing due, his, due to his own great intelligence and ability. And the operation was finally underway, but within 40 minutes, the young patient's, Angela's blood pressure, pulse rate, oxygen, oxygen levels all began plummeting. And as good as he was, the surgeon could see his efforts would be in vain. So he handed the oper operation off to his junior associates. And he thought, better to leave than admit failure. Still, the little girl had gotten to him somehow. And he headed for a quiet, empty corner of the operating room, sat down, and slowly sipped some water. Just what was it about Angela, and especially her words... He couldn't get those words out of his own heart and brain. Lord God Jesus, he found his heart praying before it could properly register in his brain. If you are true and really dwelling in Angela's heart as she believes and says, please do a miracle now in her life. And within moments, the young surgeon rushed over to him. Doctor, we don't know what's happening. Her blood pressure, heart rate, and oxygen saturation levels are all miraculously heading to normal. Blood has just now started pumping into her heart. The senior surgeon leapt up and rushed to the child's side, beginning to fathom the fact that Lord Jesus must surely have worked a miracle in his young patient's heart. He took over the reins of the operation and four and a half hours later could declare it a complete success. And after a few days feeling well and almost herself again, Angela had a few questions for the surgeon. 
Dr. Uncle, did you happen to see my Lord Jesus when you cut into my heart? Did he say anything to you? My dear child, the surgeon spoke to her as he was close to tears. Over the last 30 years, I have opened many, many hearts, but my precious little patient, you, you were the one, only one who opened my heart to see Lord God Jesus. And now Angela is 18, and she has a perfectly functioning heart. She's in the university doing studies and doing well, and they request prayer for her and are continuing witnessing efforts in your prayers. And to pray also for the surgeon, while he knows and believes in the truth of Jesus, he has kept his faith mostly hidden due to the fear of retribution. I love that story, Dana. God is amazing in all that he does. Well, I, I do too. And that is from the Assembly of the Loving God. The Bible's for the Mideast. Yeah, and, and we do get uh, correspondence from them. And uh, we've been monitoring uh, all of their churches. I mean, whatever they tell us for quite a while. But uh, we get these kind of stories all over. And it's just an amazing, amazing story. Yes, we, we serve an amazing God. And and um, I was talking to a woman at work today, and I, we were saying, you know, we just don't understand, as wicked as this world is, how people can live without Christ. It's, it's, you, you just get, you have the peace from God that passes all understanding. You do. That the world can't know. He's the one who keeps you in these very trying times. You know who was who was in the news today? Who? A Sia Bibi. Really? I've got two articles on her. We're going to look and see what we can do for next week. There's a whole total update on a Sia Bibi. Well, that's good to hear. And uh, she looks wonderful. And uh, she's with her family. And uh, she wants to help the persecuted be a voice. She talks about a message from God. We followed this young woman from the time she started. Her prison sentence. Yeah. Well, going through everything and what they said, we covered it. Um, we continued to bring it up whenever we heard from her, uh, heard about her for years. And uh, we prayed for years for her and her family. And I know there were lots of people out there praying for her well. As she well. admits this, you know, and so uh, I can't speak for others. Well, that's true. But we know there is, and she she knew there was. But to see her with a book that she wrote, uh, talking to people, uh, and she was 
featured in one magazine, then CBN picked it up. Great story. Just like this one that Tower read. And I was thinking about this the other day. I and and I was had a time with the Lord. I said, you know, I, I don't get encouraged by what I see in America, by the division, the hatred, the sin, the division. I get excited when I see God moving. And he's moving in people's hearts in America. He's moving in people's hearts around the world. And he's moving on those who are in prison. And we see his hand all over the world. And that's what, in, what encourages me. The news don't encourage me. The things that are going on in America don't encourage me at all. And, but yet, when you focus on what God is doing, he'll take you from America and around the world and show you, just like he showed Elijah, that I, I have people that's never bowed the knee to Baal. Amen. And Asiya Bibi even mentions Elijah because, uh, you know, God used the ravens to feed Elijah. And she talks about an experience she had throughout the whole time. I'm not going to give it away. Uh, we're going to try to get that and do that next week if we can. But, uh, you know, God is moving. Meanwhile, in Pakistan, the blasphemy laws, you know, that's how Asiya Bibi got in trouble in the first place. She didn't do anything wrong. But she was working in a field and needed a drink of water. She got a drink of water and... Uh, uh, Muslim women around her uh, think she's unclean worse than anything, and that's what they really think of them. And so they all, all three of the women lied. They told an imam, and before you knew it, she's up on charges. She is separated from her husband and her family. And she, she, she was sentenced to death. And she's set on death row. So now this one is Zafar, let's just call him that, who's 56. He was handed a life sentence, which is 25 years. And uh, he was convicted of sending blasphemous text messages in spite of the prosecution's manipulated evidence and failure to establish his involvement, which doesn't surprise me because that happens all the time. And uh, a judge there had upheld his conviction. And they had presented new evidence saying that the prosecution could not link him directly to the offense. But guess what? The judges didn't pay any attention. Of course not. And they've tried to convert his life sentence to a death sentence. 
and uh, you know the problem of it is is that the people that he had worked with and uh, they had a sim card activated using his name and uh, they know that the, that a sim card was used yes this poor guy all this is because of the blasphemy laws that they have there in Pakistan and there there is a lot of people in death row on you know or in prison in Pakistan because of these stupid laws I remember one guy <clears throat> I think his father was the judge that got her released or maybe he was a lawyer that was murdered trying to help her but the son said there is like 250 Asiya BBs in prison. Yeah. You know, like that. So, you know, when we talk about some of these people, and we're going through trouble here, and this is agonizing here. But no, just, just think about the brethren overseas in some of these prisons. And it's not very very good now we move to Uganda now you know this is absolutely unbelievable now did you know in Uganda actually uh, Samaritan's Purse is working in Uganda matter of fact uh, uh, Samaritan's Purse actually uh, uh, took a boy and his family and brought him to America for him to have heart surgery here in America they paid for the whole thing yeah well, the thing of it is, this is another story from Uganda, and it's about a woman in eastern Uganda. Of course, um, she comes from a Muslim family. Well, she converted to Christianity, so they attacked her and forced her to drink poison. Good and she grief. says, my mother warned me that the family was planning to kill me. And she did this in an interview with Morningstar News. This is where this is from. And she says, I shared that with my, my fears with the pastor. And the pastor, together with his family, accepted to host me. And freely, I openly shared my new life in Christ with friends on WhatsApp, which landed me in trouble. And then she talks about her father and angry relatives. And they started beating and torturing her with a blunt object, inflicting bruises on my back, chest, and legs, and then forced her to drink poison. Neighbors heard her cries, and that's when the Muslim relatives left. So they rushed her to the hospital. She says she has continuous pain. And she has not reported the incident. And there's a reason. In a lot of these countries, it don't do any good. You know, Tower, I can't even imagine <coughs> this. No, I can't either. You know, I mean, you take a family 
Of course, today we have a lot of weird Americans that are in some kind of a family. But there's a lot of them that are on drugs, meth, fentanyl, and everything else. Oh, and yes, sir. It's, hor- it's horrible. It is horrible. And that's what's happening in America. It's breaking up families. And then you've got society against uh, traditional families. It's just terrible. It is. But if if you get, you know, I mean, you take a normal Christian family in America, if you can find them, they're not going to beat their daughter and force her to drink poison in this country. Absolutely not. I would hope not. That would be, you know, being raised, I never even knew of this you know I I was no. raised uh, Methodist since a little baby I was going into the Methodist Church that stuff never even crossed crossed the mind of people back then nope never did and of course you know the families weren't perfect but dear God in heaven what we have today is absolutely beyond the pale our society is broke down and it needs fixed. We are offensive, we're defensive, you know, we're wicked, we reject God, we're prideful, we're doing everything to make God mad. And really what he wants is just for you to stop with all the pride and everything and just repent and seek him and he will forgive you and heal you. Amen. But we're doing everything. You know, you say, well, Johnny, don't touch that because you get burned. Well, dear God in heaven, we're telling America, don't do that because your judgment's coming. You know, don't do that. Don't touch that. But they don't listen. You know, and you get up there like Biden got up there. You know, he was even defending his economy. His economy is lousy. Any economy that he managed to salvage is because of the Trump policies. But you would think if you're going to do things good for a country, you wouldn't make it tougher on them. We are definitely in trouble, not just in America, around the world. We cover this stuff around the world. It's heartbreaking. So, yep. Yeah, and Tower, wrenching. Tower has another one for you here. Yeah, this is um, comes to us from Open Doors. It's about a, a former house church participant. His name is Nasser. And he is from Iran, and he's been in Evan Prison, which is known as Iran's Torture Factory. And he writes letters, and um, and they said, Today there is no letter, just a simple and desperate request for prayer for comfort from the Lord. Our brother, who turned 60 in August, just got word that his request for conditional release has been rejected. And this news comes as a bitter blow to the Christian convert. 
having been regularly assured by prison authorities in recent months that his request would be accepted. And he's eligible for parole after serving over one-third of his 10-year sentence for being part of a Tehran house church. And the Iranian government calls this actions against national security. And since the start of his sentence in January 2018, Nasser has made three requests for a retrial, and of course they've all been rejected. The ruling in Nasser's case was based on evidence provided by Iran's Ministry of Intelligence. However, the uh, documents containing the evidence were not given to his lawyer to review, nor were they presented during the trial. And Paul, he, Nasser is a modern-day Paul, and he's written several open letters to authorities asking pointed questions such as, is worshiping God acting against national security? Is the fellowship of a few Christian brothers and sisters in someone's home singing worship songs, reading the Bible, and worshiping God acting against national security? And that was one of the first letter in one of the first letters he wrote. And also, I am in prison for my faith in Jesus Christ. My imprisonment will further will serve to further the gospel. And last year, around the same time, he wrote, I am confident in all hardships, and I believe I will become free by him who I have hope to, which is his my Lord, because the Lord our God does not forget his children. So let me be bold and say, the Lord is my helper. So we need to pray for him, that God will strengthen him and encourage him and also open the prison doors and set the captives free. Amen. You do. You know, Paul reminds us that we need to pray for those in bonds as if we were there with them. That's right. And uh, I feel for these believers. Oh, me me too. And uh, it's just amazing. You know, but, you know, when you look at this, really look at this, and this has to do with prophecy and where we're headed, you can see this thing in every nation on earth. I mean, we're tracking it in almost everyone. It was said today that even in Australia now, that it's becoming an island prison for the entire population. Really? Yeah, because of COVID and lockdowns. Now, we have listeners, we have believers over there that's connected to, uh, you know, that that uh, listen to us, have been in contact with us over the years. And I sent out a letter about what was happening in America. And, she, and uh, this gal wrote back and said the same thing's happening in Australia. Boy, that's horrible. And so when you look, you know, when you look and you see the persecution, the crackdowns, the changing of the guard, so to speak, you see this happening throughout Europe, in America, Canada, you see it throughout South America, you see it in the Middle East, you see it in Asia, 
Uh, and what you have is a precursor to the to the globalism and to the beast showing up. And this is really, you know, when they get this thing signed, sealed, and delivered, and they're going to use technology. And along with all the shots, they were warning also that overseas they were able to track some of these COVID shots by inserting a computer chip into your arm. Yeah, that's why you don't want one. Yeah, nobody's going to insert anything into my arm. Screw them. I know what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do, and I'm not going to take a shot that's going to have the blood or any kind of DNA related to a baby that's been killed in abortion. That is like... That's that, right. That is blood guilt that's connected to bail because it's uh, the shedding of innocent blood. God put a penalty on this. There's a curse associated with it. <clears throat> and, I, and I warned. I warned people, don't take the shot if it has that in it. That's right. I've been tracking I've been tracking vaccinations for a lot of years. And uh a long time ago I was doing it. And I I I found aborted baby fetuses in them. I mean, the DNA structure. See because when you can get new cells like that, you can build other things on top of it because it's new it's you know it's from a baby designed to grow and nurture they're very at the beginning of birth so that's why they use them they can get into this and biden okayed the marketing of these dead babies i'll tell you that puts a curse on on washington dc that puts a curse on this president that puts a curse on this whole program and on this nation yeah it does. Well, it doesn't put it on me because I ain't doing it. Remember, God can judge America. He can judge the world. But he stands up for his people. We may die for our faith in Christ, but the judgment of God isn't going to reach us because we have been born again. And we are his children. There is a difference here. And we may be talking about these who are in prison and being persecuted, but they haven't lost anything. They're building for their home and glory, and they will have a testimony. For whosoever loses their life for my sake or the gospel shall find it. Whosoever takes up my cross and follows me is worthy of me. If you can't take up the cross of Christ, you ain't worthy of Christ. If you say you love him and you don't do as he says, you don't love him. So I got news for you, sugar plum church, fairy tale Jesus, lackadaisical, sit on the fence, money grubbing preachers and churches. Make sure the judgment of God is going to find you out because while you've been resting on your laurels and making a ton of money, and building these big edifices to Christ, they are anathema. Amen, amen. And that doesn't mean that you can't get together with, with people in a church. That just means make sure what your church is dedicated to. Make sure you know the true things you should be focusing on.
So having said that, you remember in Texas, CBN uh, had ran a, a thing about it. The IRS um, had engaged uh, uh, granting, uh, they decided to, to back down. They granted tax-exempt status to Christians Engaged. It was a nonprofit organization that empowers Christians to be civically engaged while praying for America. Just a way to have a nonprofit get people to donate and, and do it. Well, see, they came out and rejected it. And the, the reason that the IRS rejected it is because Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party and candidates. Oh, give me a break. Well, see, that is totally against everything there is. Yeah. You can't You can't do that. That's that's your opinion. That tells us who you are anyway. And this is exactly what the Obama administration did throughout the IRS. We know this for a fact because I, you know, the articles and the information was released and that they were auditing Christian organizations, one of them of whom was the Samaritan's Purse. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, one of the Now I can tell you about Franklin Graham. He'll tell you what he says, but I guarantee you that there is no other ministry that that is around the world and in America and every place you can go in the name of Christ. None. None like that. Now there's a lot of other ones that are good. You know, Barnabas Aid, Open Doors. You can go to their site, persecution.com, and many others that we mentioned on this broadcast. But make no mistake, this is what these people up in D.C. with these liberal Marxist leftists want to do is take away every right you have so you can't stand up for Christ or anybody else. You know, long time, the communists, and I've got a document, and it was circulated online. I, I, I had the original one. It seemed like there was 100 points. This one has 65, I think. But the communists put out their goals back in 63 for America. And if you read that document, I read it back in the 90s and the 2000s, when it turned 2000. And uh, they, had, uh, they had accomplished almost everything on that list. And part of yeah. that list is destroying the family, destroying the Christian faith, creating uh, the LGBTQ, the homosexual uh, push. So at any rate. Yeah, it's, it's sad to see that a lot of that stuff has come to pass. But see, we get in this country and now, you know, things are so screwed up you know, and the Bible says that. They will be despisers of those who are good. Paul talks about this when he talks about the last days. Self-serving. Pride. Despisers of those who are good. And he goes on. All of those descriptions by Paul fit America today, especially. Yes, they do. 
It just, when I see all this, we go through this, but there's real blood being spilt for the name of Christ around the world. It's imperative that you pray for the persecuted church and those who are in bond, and you financially help organizations with boots on the ground. And, uh, you know, we've been doing shows like this for over two decades. We changed the name. I changed the name uh, after about ten years of it. And we've modified it to where now this part of our structure is we're an advocate for the persecuted church. We're a preaching, teaching ministry and a warning ministry. But folks, I've been warning America about judgment for over two decades and so's Tower. She's been at my side. And we began, we first knew about this many, many years ago. And we were telling people then. And we lost friends. We had people that didn't like us because we'd tell them. But the bottom line of it is, is that we still have a lot of articles warning you. But I'm done warning America. I will write an article and I'll state it. It's fact. If you're, if you're too proud and too stupid to pay attention, that's not my fault. If you can't get your butt into that Bible and research it and read it, and if you can't take enough time to pray to the Lord and seek his face, then your blood's on your own head. That's all there is to it. Good riddance. Because you're making your own. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. You can read that in Revelation 22. Read it. Find it yourself. You'll find it in there. With that, we're going to have to get out of here. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Whenever you do, we're always glad you're here with us. We love you. We pray for you. We hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. And please pray for your brothers, your persecuted brothers and sisters in the Lord and others. And we thank you. We, and please pray for us. May God richly bless you in all that you do for him. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. You can listen to the shows there. You can download them. We have a lot of articles. We have some articles that have a free ebook. We also have our gift store there. That helps to support us. I haven't really got, I've, I've got some stuff on it, but I'm working on the other book, getting it published, and I'll put it all together. So uh, we're working. And uh, we'll see you. Stay in the faith. Look to the Lord. Good night. God bless. Shalom. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.